When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Tax Act, the best deal in tax. With free federal and state simple returns and affordable pricing and other services, your maximum refund is guaranteed. And listeners of this show can go to trytaxact.com slash laser time and get 15% off federal and state filings. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons and today's episode is all about Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Before we get to that though, I am Bob Mackey, your host. Who else is here today? Third party candidate, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> Human cesspool, Chris Antista. A wealthy guy about Dave Rudden. <laughs> And uh, I am skincare. Consultant. I am skincare uh, consultant Mackie. And uh, today, yes, we're talking about Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. It aired on September 26, 1991. Chris, tell us what happened on this magical day in history. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Um, this week in Simpsons history, PBS debuts what may very well be television's most successful video game adaptation. Uh, still the current <laughs> NFL record holder for most wins, Coach Don Shula wins his 300th victory with Miami Dolphins, and Dr. Seuss and Miles Davis are dead. Uh, was, there, was there a behind the music about Rockapella? Yeah. <laughs> I see just heroin overdoses left and right for these guys. This is Carmen Sandiego. It is Carmen yeah. Sandiego. I believe they did a public appearance at some at some game convention and sang this. Mm. I believe I read that. Is on that the, the most long-running, most successful, most unanimously mm. praised video yeah. game adaptation of anything? I love on that. I, I watched that fanatically yeah. after school every day. Oh, me like, too. Yeah, and it, and it might have taught me something. I it think was one of the yeah. few not things, geography. It was one of the few things that could get me to not watch Disney Afternoon. I was like, yeah. F Disney Afternoon, time for Carmen. This Man, is a bad you, goof yeah. troop. When you had Carmen San Diego. <laughs> And Ghost Rider back to back. That was like sticking oh, yeah. to BBS for a while, man. <laughs> that is writer millenniums. Yes, writer millennials. Uh, so if you like uh, Reader's Digest parodies, get ready for this episode, <laughs> wow, everybody. Yeah. Woo, man! This is in terms of like the shell of the episode. This does feel fucking old. Like Reader's Digest still around? It it's still, is still around in multiple countries. Yes, I looked it up wow. on Wikipedia. Me too, because I was sure it had to be out of print. But. It feels very much like a periodical from the early part of the 20th century, in that there are really not a lot of pictures. It's pure text. Story sometimes like serialized uh, um, narratives things like that I mean it's, it predates uh, the Third Reich it's yeah. been around yeah. that long <laughs> 1922 like, they, don't have, yes. they don't have those stands where you put them like they would they would always be at where I saw them mm-hmm. was at supermarkets mm-hmm. where the right Archie Digest Archie yeah. Digest yeah TV guides before they got regular sized like those were all in those little area and that's where you <laughs> I don't get, believe but, I've ever read one so this is a this is a very political episode it's written by George Meyer one of the few he's a cr- the credited writer on he is we talked talked about him before but he is one of the most important writers in the writing room he's has one of the smartest and darkest senses of humor in the room and he's married to uh simpson writer john Beatty's sister also. i didn't know that okay yeah but this is totally his type of myopic view on yes. politics which 1000 <laughs> percent informed my view on politics yeah. too like this is maybe it just awakened something in me that i am a very cynically 
political person. Obama is one of the very rare candidates in 2008 that gave me hope ever mm-hmm. in something. But this but, does have two outlooks. But I think but, one well, is, a, is a tightly, like, a, a, yeah. a, a too tight a bow on a joke. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In the episode as fast as possible. We'll get to that. Uh, Homer Homer fails to I love cash a million check. dollar check. I love, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that checks don't have exclamation points. <laughs> yes. I had a feeling it was too good to be true. Every time you get a million dollars, something queers the deal. I don't think real checks have exclamation points. Well, at least we got a free sample of Reading Digest. Marge, I never read a magazine in my life, and I'm not going to start now. Hey, a cartoon. Well, dear, you always wanted a compact. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? No, it's not the truth, Homer. It's well documented that women are safer drivers than men. Oh, Marge, cartoons don't have any deep meaning. They're just stupid drawings that give you a cheap laugh. And you, see a butt crack. you see a giant butt crack. Yeah. I definitely did the Bart point and laugh yeah. when the <laughs> had butt to. crack was on as a kid. As a kid, I did. So uh, this is the first episode of the third season's production run. You can yeah. tell how fast the pacing is getting because yeah. in the in the first like couple seconds, Homer gets that publisher's clearinghouse uh, letter. <laughs> yeah. He's it cuts right to the bank. Yeah. Him talking to the teller cuts back home. Like they are moving the pacing so yeah. fast. You can mm-hmm. just cut to a bank for a joke now. Sorry, that dude. teller, by the way, has a very comic book guy voice. Yeah, yeah. I noticed void, that too. Void, void. This is but you know. His voice yeah, isn't correct. Once for the second time, I think ever. Who? Oh Troy yes, McClure. It's the fir- this oh. this is a special Troy McClure. Not just because it's it's again Dan Castellaneta doing it. Who did it for a one off mm. joke in uh, Bart Stock? Yeah, at least you at least you don't see him. It's only coming out yeah. of the television. But it's you know? also one of the very rare times where it is a one movie Troy McClure joke. <laughs> yeah. It is just Preacher with a shovel. No, no second movie is named. Mm. We now return to Troy McClure and Dolores Montenegro in Preacher with a shovel. But irrigation can save your people, Chief Smiling Bear. <laughs> Marge, look at them staring at that idiot box. God forbid they would ever read something and improve their mind. You've certainly taken a shine to that magazine. It's not just one magazine, Marge. They take hundreds of magazines. I don't know what Reader's Digest yeah. is or what it does. I yeah, thought you would submit things. It's a bunch of things. essays, basically. Mm-hmm. But or, it's not there's like... the, or there's the saying, the Reader's Digest version mm-hmm. of something, which meant that they got like books or chapters of books or also long-form stories that they would then shorten down Condense? into the Reader's yeah. Digest yeah, I version. I don't know, man. I really that would be don't. like five pages long or something. Yeah. That This was an old joke yeah. in 1991. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But it was just a... It was a very like centrist periodical. Like it, it, it would sometimes have news stuff. Like I think they had very well observed Reader's Digest jokes. Should we worry about Bermuda? Is one of the headlines, which is <laughs> like meet Mr. Soybean. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Soybean. Oh, Doctor Soybean. Soybean. Yeah, I'm sorry, and he did go to college. Though I wish Lisa had said to Homer when he said, "Hey, we're going to read something, not watch TV." Lisa should have said, "I've read 18 times the books mm, you yeah. have, Homer." <laughs> this is what kicks off the episode. An, an ad in the Reader's Reading Digest magazine. Right. Where do you think? This baby never steers you wrong. And it was free. 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 It certainly has enriched our lives. Wow. Win a trip to Washington, D.C. All expenses paid. VIP tour. Oh, it's for kids. Wait, Dad. Hmm, <laughs> an essay contest. Children under 12, 300 words. Fiercely pro-American. Sounds interesting. Bar? 
Maybe this is something you'd like to do, too. Mom, it's a nice thought, but we both know that this is the pony to bet on. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah. I definitely more had Bart's thing of like, yeah, I don't need to. Skirting responsibility, yeah. but it's still a vote of confidence I, for Lisa. That's rare from Bart. Yeah, that, but that was an attitude I took a lot when my parents were like, uh, your brother's going to basketball practice. Do you want to go to? No, I'm not Television. Yeah. That also <laughs> feels like a, a first that is the Homer joke of, uh, I'm done with this, yeah. throw in the garbage yeah. that would later turn into throw into the fire. Fire, yeah. But, the books we burn in the future. <laughs> there, were, yeah. there were, by the way, some great gags leading up to like Homer utilizing it in many ways, including yeah. My favorite line in the episode when he's in bed with Marge, he looks up uh, how to please your lover and he says, You have a nice body, and if you'd like to see me in a costume, you need only ask. <laughs> Oh, that is a great thanks. line. They're experimenting with furryism this early in their relationship. I, I also liked where he's reading the story that this is something that too informed me as a kid, which was oh, it was when he's telling the story of the merciless lake of the sea lion. Homer, he obviously got out alive if he wrote the article. Don't be so. <laughs> Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Him quoting Tolstoy. <laughs> Give me learning, sir. You may keep your black bread. <laughs> I love I love Marge's line. This is this one of the most famous lines of the Simpsons period that I keep seeing all over Facebook is Grandpa Simpson, I'm not with it anymore. <laughs> I, but but like this this is an e- a good a good one for Marge too. Oh, think of a better opening. How's it going, honey? Not very well. Well, when I used to get stuck like this, I'd go for a bike ride. Do kids go on bike rides anymore? Yes. I don't know. I thought maybe bikes weren't cool anymore. Do kids still use that word? Cool? Yes, Mom. I think I muttered out loud if both of those were the case uh, at 35. I like when Marge is sweetly dorky. She's just so out of it, but it's cute. It's nice when they can find jokes like that for Marge. They they don't often do. And I I did like the Burns' reaction of his job description clearly specifies an illiterate. (laughs) Thank you, President Ford. Thank you, President Ford. Uh, My favorite thing in here now is awful essay cliches. Mm, If anybody... uh, Bob and I were English majors. Oh my God, no. I was an English major too. And Mm. this is... Like this totally spoke to me as a kid in in elementary school. I had an immediate knack for math. Like I felt like such a special gifted kid because kids were dealing with subtraction problems. And I, I just remember this magical moment in, in first grade where they put up like, okay, everybody, this entire like hour is do all these 20 problems Done. on the blackboard. And I was like, done i just did it all and the teacher was so impressed and i think that her being impressed with me just ruined me for life because i I was like see little effort and everybody loves me i don't yeah i don't know if i said this in the show before i'm pretty sure i have Uh, i resent my parents for giving me workbooks before i ever went to school i go there immediately and i finish everything fast i'm reading in kindergarten before anybody else Mm -hmm. i had the same thing yeah and you just were bored yes like just so bored they call it add but like i really got used to like this this girl is going to spend four minutes pouring over this Buffy and Max sentence. Yeah. Mm. Today, I will yeah. disappear into my imagination yeah. and not bother anybody <laughs> because that's how school was for me the first yeah. five. It, like it wasn't until like sixth grade where like. Oh, you're supposed to try at this. Mm-hmm. You actually have to read stuff. I don't know if it's like that anymore, but the education system is garbage for anybody who isn't the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's a factory. But anyway. No, I was not smart. I memorized things early. I, Mr. I got an advanced leap. Mr. Bergson agrees with you, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> but, so by middle school, though, that's when I started having trouble with geometry. And at the same 
time realized I really liked writing arguments and essays. And it born in me a love of writing essays that got me into, you know, advanced English and then gifted English and then AP English and into into college and then into a job which basically was writing essays in, this, in the this, game's press. This episode is uh, rife with Kennedy-esque uh, patriotic essays yeah. from children. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, Nelson's essay, Burn the flag if you must, but before you do, you better burn a few other things. You better burn your shirt and your pants. Be sure to burn your TV and car. Oh, yes, and don't forget to burn your house, because none of those things could exist without six white stripes, seven red stripes, and a hell of a lot of stars. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah damn right. It's like a man at Trump rally. Yeah, Nelson yeah. gets a 10 in jingoism. They, that was one of the categories. I know, I hate that every asshole at a podium now just automatically conjures Trump mm. uh, imagery in my face. But, but let me just blow through these uh, essay cliches, because I love all of them. They are yeah. per- all perfect. And it's all done throughout a montage. Yeah. Throughout going throughout uh, the country. Recipe for a free country. Mix one cup liberty with three teaspoons of justice. Add one informed electorate. Base well with veto power. <laughs> the recipe cliche, yeah. I believe we have. My back is spineless. My belly is yellow. I am the American non-voter. You hear that, Chris? Not apologizing. <laughs> not apologizing. What's that hit from Alabama now? Yeah, uh, but this is the absolute best one. Yes. The, the kid from Queens with Hank Azaria's voice. Ding, dong, the sounds of the Liberty Bell. Ding, freedom. Dong, opportunity. <laughs> Ding, excellent schools. Dong, quality hospitals. <laughs> Ding. That it, uh, that is very that. much like the tough kid learning poetry. Uh, <laughs> my line of the show mm-hmm. is, we the purple? What the hell was I Actually, that? I have, oh, I yeah. have a bit of that because like Lisa wins the essay contest yeah. and they have to uh, cross-check it to they make sure her father... They have to make sure Homer so didn't good. write it. Your parents Homer must have written is it. stupider in this episode than he'd been up to that but point. But that's the weird thing is that he's both yeah. all the time. He's getting he's smarter reading, and yeah. reading more and then he's stupid. Guess, then he's reading more again and then he's stupid again. <laughs> we the purple? What the hell was that? <laughs> Are you a professional writer? Mm-mm. Are you interested in politics or government? Mm-mm. Are you interested in anything? Mm-mm. Could you touch your nose for me? Mm-mm. Lisa, <laughs> after meeting your father, I've decided to award you an additional five points. Congratulations. You and your family are going to Washington. Woohoo! Who would have guessed reading and writing would pay off? <laughs> I tightened up that clip, and I've never been able to take credit for this. I actually made that joke better, because that mm. scene is so weird and long yeah. it's, it's a lot of breaks but I like her just her disillusionment at Homer not being able to touch his nose of like oh my god yeah Lisa got five extra points for that yeah. after she met Homer it's, but the, the staging of his like mm, I had a tight like <laughs> you know, a lot of silences like this is poorly this is the worst joke I've seen <laughs> actually it looks like it, something else should have been here also like he just completely loses the ability to speak yes. for like a yeah. minute it, it seems weird. like it's supposed to be from across the room but you still yeah. hear her perfectly Yeah, something I, went wrong there also this is a very personal story but when I I recorded this this was one of the I remember the pain of, of recording this because I paused it wrong hmm. I whenever I got when we got to that joke there to pause it for the commercial uh, on the playback it was always who would have thought reading and writing would pay uh, uh, da, 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 and then we just cut into immediately <laughs> the next scene what did he say uh, and it just hurt me forever of like oh, as, as far it. as tapes this, the only reason I captured the next clip was because uh, I would tape the Simpsons at this point every single Thursday and watch them every day throughout the week and occasionally you'd get like uh, the first commercial break usually would have next time on the Simpsons and this was the clip from Stark Raving Dad would you like to see where we hang our coats no thank you I'd rather push this button. No. 
We're all gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're so the line the we're all gonna die sticks out in my head, but then the people screaming as the plane slowly and safely descends <laughs> is is one of my favorite parts of the yeah, episode. That is pretty great. But again, this is pre nine eleven flying. That's yeah, what it was yeah. like, kids. Still back then, they had no leg room because Bart's mm-hmm. just nope. like. Banging his oh, chair that's what backwards. I wrote down. It's the first laptop I ever saw in the yeah, Simpsons. I don't think I've seen another one for 10 laptop. years. In 1991, well. It's like uh, a Lane laptop from Seinfeld, like, where it's just like, this is huge. <laughs> and huge. I, and the giant IBM logo on yeah. it. <laughs> so their tour of Washington, D.C., it is a classic and an early Simpsons go someplace. Yeah. And mm. Let's see them see stuff. But Four Street and D. I, Ooh, I, look, Homer. The IRS. <laughs> Boo! Oh, boo yourself. <laughs> Remember to do yeah. your taxes, kid. I, I, I miss not knowing what the IRS yeah, was. Yeah. And if it's, um, there's still time, uh, try taxact.com slash laser time, people. I agree. 15% off your federal and state. Before we leave the plane and we have left, but I have to go back to it for my insane conspiracy theory. So, follow me with this. Please. We find out in season six, Marge cannot fly. Yes. She's definitely afraid yeah. of flying because her dad was a steward and she couldn't handle that. Also, she was gunned down like in North by Northwest and several other things happened Thanks to her. to Miss Lowenstein. Yes. Uh, I thought her it was name Weiss. is Weiss. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I was like, okay, Marge is going to be on this plane, and, I'll, and then I'll get mad because it's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Marge is not on the plane. You She's never see her. You don't see her sitting. Like, Homer's there. You see Homer. You, you should see Marge's hair and her sitting that's, next yeah. to him. So that's, but you see, you're saying the Simpsons have plausible deniability that yes. she wasn't, yeah. that she John maddened wow. herself throughout. Wow. My theory is Marge left earlier and took a train, uh, and we, we don't find out about that. She could also have been drugged. That too, yeah. yeah. And just hiding in the bathroom drugged the whole time. She's like the B.A. Baracus of uh, The Simpsons. I bet we'll see another flight fine. before that yeah. episode, though. Mm, I bet. I don't think so. I'll poke holes in this somehow. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, and then going to the Watergate as a kid. I didn't know what the Watergate was. Yeah. I didn't know that was a joke. I expected that, like a Watergate joke. But it's like, look, yeah. we're at the Watergate, so yeah. We are simply this in the water. Yeah. A, a first for Homer and the blank goes on, blank goes yeah, off. Yeah, that's uh, exactly how I wrote it too in my notes. Yeah. Blank goes on, blank goes off. Look, they give you a shower cap and body gel and bathrobes. Oh, and a welcoming mint on your pillow. Wow, a shoehorn, <laughs> just like in a movie. Shoot goes on, shoot goes off. Shoot goes on, shoot goes off. Shoot goes on. Shoot, go, Homer, name me more than one movie with a shoehorn. <laughs> well, they're just very impressed by such pedestrian things like a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. that's a great joke. Yeah. That they're such simple people, like a shower cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marge couldn't even fit that on her head, which I feel yeah. like is another joke. Did you guys, as kids, uh, on vacations, like, did you fight over beds with your brother or sister? Yes, but also like hotel beds were like the closest yeah. thing we had to like those inflatable, those trampoline houses you <laughs> fucking. Kids have now like just jumping back and yeah. forth, creating pillow forts. Oh, we wow. loved hotel this, rooms. This episode definitely did ne- uh, affect me in a negative way, where I would do the uh, elevator prank that Bart did a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think I learned from this. Yeah. I think it did teach a generation of kids how to be dicks, like yeah. little dicks. Yeah, yeah, but the whole time denying uh, that was actually happening. But then the- Homer is now stupid again. After mm. being smart early mm. in the episode, but still a Reader's Digest fan, and I love him meeting the editor. Oh, yeah. I'm Faith Crowley, patriotism editor of Reading Digest. Oh, I love your magazine. My favorite section is how to increase your word power. That thing is really, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's a very yes, Mr. Thompson uh, yeah. thing yeah. in this uh, well, episode and the that VIP I love. VIP thing too. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah that's thing. what I was mentioning. These are special VIP badges. They'll get you into places other tourists never see. Miss, what does the I stand for? Uh, important. Ooh, how about the V? Very. Oh, and Miss, just one more question. Person. Ah, <laughs> what does the I stand for again? Uh, 
You cut like <laughs> yeah. two, two seconds of silence there too. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how much longer. Like that's how dumb no, he is. That's why I, I said he is really. You stupid know what in I cut out way. in all these clips? Mm. Maggie suckling. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's always used to like uh, put emphasis or uh, yeah. on silence on a joke. It's Maggie suckling. Oh, and I wow, hate yeah. it now. I fucking hate it after doing forty episodes of this show. <laughs> I can't stand Maggie, Maggie suckling. Oh, and, and the, the, the better, yeah. the cooler joke that I want to mention is in the background is brevity yeah. ellipses wits mm-hmm. and yeah. like yeah, that's brevity <laughs> is dot 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 wit. That is another very specific <laughs> joke about Reader's Digest mm-hmm. editing down things. Yeah. It's a yeah, Hamlet the... line uh, brevity is the soul of wit or something like that, mm-hmm. and they just they, that was too much. Yep. <laughs> too much to pay for. Uh, so perfect. I yeah. When I went to Washington D.C., which I think was is ninety nine or two thousand. I was still in high school, and it was pre nine eleven. But I I remember seeing the spirit of St. Louis, and immediately thinking of this joke from this thing. Yeah. I I never got to see the bowling alley where Richard Nixon bowled back to back three hundred games. Also, Marge was surprisingly horny in this episode. She wanted to yeah. snuggle before, and yep. then uh, when we, they went to the Washington Monument, uh, I did not get that boner goes. joke for a long time. <laughs> yeah, like, Marge, grow up. <laughs> Simpsons will be right back. Oh, look, Homer. The IRS. I know, Homer. Taxes aren't fun, but they are mandatory and we all have to do them. So thank goodness today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Tax Act. The best deal in online taxes, baby. In case you don't know, Tax Act offers free federal and simple state returns and affordable pricing on all their other online services. I do all my taxes online. I recommend you do too if you're a Laser Time listener. Know that I do not recommend going to franchise accounting places with your own two feet. Always do your taxes online to get the best deal. And listeners, yes you, you can get 15% off federal and state tax filings specifically by going to trytaxact.com slash laser time. That's tax. You know how to spell tax act as an acting. Thank you. In case you don't know, Tax Act is a leading provider of affordable digital and download tax preparation solutions for individuals, business owners, and tax professionals. Tax Act makes preparing and filing your taxes easy, affordable, and quick, and you'll get your maximum refund, baby. So a little less taboo at Homer. And of course, once again, you listeners can go to trytaxact.com slash laser time and get 15% off your state and federal filings. Thank you, Tax Act, for reminding us we are running out of time to do our taxes. Then when she meets the, the senator, uh, or he meet, he's actually a representative, not a senator. I, I, mm-hmm. love, I love that it's... I'm just going to play this real fast. It's okay. the, uh, inter- mm-hmm. the first ever appearance of Barbara Bush. President's not the last. Do you mind? Barbara Bush! Ugh. You have those damn badges. Okay. This tub was installed in 1894. <laughs> and they're both still alive. Like, yeah, Barbara yeah. actually was in the news recently in very sad scenes of her sitting next to Jeb in interviews of just like, my son should be president. Like, well, it was just... And speaking I of Jeb, yeah. like, he was yeah. at a uh, recent uh, Yeah, rally. he looks sad. All of our yeah, families looks, are supposed to be yeah. prejudiced. H.W. <laughs> Bush looks real sad. Speaking yeah. of Jeb and uh, Barbara, it was a very much like a Skinner and Agnes Skinner joke. I kept <laughs> yes. seeing the picture of him and his mom and yeah, Skinner yeah. and Mrs. Skinner together. But uh, funny story, there was like a weird little feud between Barbara Bush and The Simpsons because I believe yeah. uh, in the paper, in some newspaper, or maybe we it was a magazine. We our season wrap-up. Oh, so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that later? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, sub- earlier, but. subscribe yeah. to Patreon yeah. and find that. Yeah. I'm going to save it for that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but but so- she, she did. She wrote, she wrote a letter to the Simpsons to tell them to stop. They wrote a letter back. 
and that was supposed to be the end of it. And as then, March, uh, yeah, as yeah, like it, they had a correspondence. So this is this is a budding rivalry, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so they meet the representative for yeah. whatever state Springfield is. Congressman, this is uh, Springfield National Forest. Now, basically, what we want to do is cut her down. Uh-huh. As you can see in our artist's rendition, it's full of old growth, just aging, terrorizing rate. animals. Yeah. In comes our logging company. This is exactly what clutter. happens. It's in all part Congress. of nature's, you know, cycle. Well, Jerry, you're a whale of a lobbyist, and uh, I'd like to give you a logging <laughs> permit. I would, uh, but uh, dancing this isn't like burying toxic waste. People are going to notice those trees are gone. Yeah, Congressman, this is where it gets awkward. I, <laughs> I never quite know how to put this. I just want to offer me a bribe. <laughs> I, I do like they uh, like the Simpsons do it a lot where you just touch your nose. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I cut that. But the, the, like that, this is a Grimm said it a long time ago. But that's the Simpsons is a really young mm. age informed your cynicism. Yeah. Exactly, such a, exactly, like, insane really degree. I love how in the after picture of the forest, it's been cleared and just stumps. The animals are all having like tea parties and yeah, playing frog. Yeah, it's so beautiful. So at least it gets to meet this congressman right in the middle of a surprise. All of the everything he says is almost my line of the show. Uh, I really love. You're a whale of a lobbyist. Yeah. <laughs> a whale of a lobbyist. His name is Bob good. Arnold, by the way. Yeah, Bob Arnold. And his last line here is. Oh, Almost my line of the show. Lisa, you're a doer. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be a congressman or a senator. We have quite a few women senators, you know. Only two, I checked. <laughs> you're a sharp one. Well, how about a few pictures? Tot shot always plays in the sticks. <laughs> Now there are 20 <laughs> female senators. I looked it up, too. Yeah. yeah so, oh, really? In case you don't know, quick civics lessons. There are 100 senators. There's mm-hmm. two from every state. 50 state? Uh, there's two for every state, and senators are more powerful than uh, representatives. And at the time, there really were two. I double-checked this. There were only two female senators, and it had mm-hmm. only ever been two up to that point. The next year, according to Wikipedia, in response to a new feminism movement, Caused in part by the uh, Clarence, mm. the Clarence Thomas oh. uh, situation. You got sick of drinking pubic hairs. Oh, <laughs> Two more f- women were elected as senators mm. in uh, to make it four, and that's uh, Jocelyn Burdick and Diane Feinstein. Oh, Feinstein, uh, yeah. from our own state. Currently, yeah, twenty female senators, sixteen Democrats, four Republicans. Hmm. <laughs> uh, by the way, right after he says this plays well in the sticks, they cut to Mo reading the yeah. newspaper and being impressed. Uh, so both, both, <laughs> both yes, both that and the scene later on suggests that in the world of The Simpsons, newspapers can be printed exceptionally quick. Yes, a lot of things happen, especially at the end. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things happen very quick at the end, Dave. Yes. It's like uh, accelerated timelines. <laughs> well, that is the speed of season three, like yeah. we yeah. talked about at the beginning. You mean talking Simpsons season three? Because we got a new clip. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I will iron your sheets when you iron out the inequities in your labor laws. Amen, sister. I told you no one ever came here. <laughs> so, Bob, where do we stand on Springfield Forest? Do I get my logging permit? Well, let me put it this way, Jerry. Timber! <laughs> so none of you watching this at the time knew Winifred Beecher Howe. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I know, know it now either. I had I Googled it last I, night. Yeah, I didn't know it till yesterday. Oh, iron out your sheets when you iron out the inequities she's, of she's your labor made up. laws. Yeah, yeah. She, she made I up. thought she was it real. So funny. She's, I think she's based on Susan B. Anthony because yeah. she was on the 50 cent piece or the $2 coin. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Winifred Beecher Howe was on the 75 cent piece. And there's a really great joke in a terrible episode where Marge tells the story of Sacagawea and 
at the end, she's like, and then she was immortalized in the $1 coin. And if you go to the bank, you can trade these in for real money. <laughs> so it's like, it just shows how if a woman is on a coin, it's on an unpopular currency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's so funny, too, because in George Meyer's last written episode was the Thanksgiving that's episode. Right. That's right. Which was also about unfamous feminists. Yeah. Like, I believe they were all real, though. Yeah, they, they were, were all real, yeah. yes. But they were, the, as, as was Thomas Jefferson, the Jefferson Memorial. That's one of my fa- That's my line of the show. Yes. The Jefferson wow. stuff. Mr. Jefferson, my name is Lisa Simpson, and I have a problem. I know your problem. The Lincoln Memorial was too crowded. Sorry, sir, it's just... No one ever comes to see me. I don't blame them. I never did anything important. Just the Declaration of Independence, the Louisiana Purchase, the dumbwaiter. Uh, maybe I dumbwaiter. should be going. I caught you at a bad time. Wait! Please don't go. I get so lonely. I, I am obsessed with the idea of a Washington, D.C. monument with an inferiority <laughs> complex. Well, it's, it's harder to get you to than a Abe, too. Like, Abe's, I mean, you'll, you want to see Abe before Jefferson. The last time it, I was there, I was on the river, and I was going right by it on a nice boat, uh, well, and, Grandma's and, funeral. And Abe doesn't have as complicated a history as, yeah, as Thomas yeah. Jefferson does. I, I forgot nothing came of the scene. He just gets to be bitter for 30 mm, seconds, yeah, and Lisa walks away. To me, it defi- it, like, in my mind, it defined the episode episode but it's such mm-hmm. a quick uh-huh. scene and these are all like mr smith goes to washington yeah. parodies and I, I haven't seen it in maybe 15 years so it's I all very very I watch fuzzy it like every two years it's oh wow still okay. so true my it's, favorite scene is the very satisfied congressman who's just like yeah i did break you you passed out reading the uh, constitution my filibuster <laughs> no the best the best scene is when people are writing that he's a nincompoop in the newspaper and he just a montage of jimmy's st- it, i every time i watch it like this today. has to be a dream sequence but no he goes around punching reporters oh there's a montage <laughs> Okay. Of him knocking out reporters. Not that. That's, that's not <laughs> yeah. true today. But it's, it is not a dream sequence. Every time I, it, it, he just does that. As Jimmy a, Stewart's punch out. Yeah. So when Lisa, envision, when Lisa envisions <laughs> the the fat cats of a New Yorker cartoon. That again still sticks to yeah. me to this day. I'm just like, yeah, it's just people mm-hmm. paying each other. Like it's just a money party. Yeah. It's not nobody does good in government, or it's very hard to. So yeah. I should mention that that is a parody or a caricature or something, a takeoff of Thomas Nast, who's one of the first political cartoonists. Oh. Who, he died in 1903. So if you not, want to think of how old he was, not the same wow. guy from they parodied in War of the Simpsons. A uh, different guy. That different was guy. Uh, Duffy, I believe. Yeah, yeah. a little bit later. Because there, there's there, and then there was the laughing senators, and they they looked a lot like Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, yeah. Thomas like, Nast had way more like cross-hatching mm. that's really impossible to portray on a TV I love the yeah. animation well, it's I do, wonderful I know the uh, you know I'm just a bill does have cross-hatching type stuff on it too it was kind of drawn in that way oh, but. My, oh my god Lisa finally goes to give her essay <laughs> to win the award in like this character singing the deficit rag yeah. okay. this is deficit rag oh yeah the deficit rag those budget gaps can be a 12 digit drag I'm telling you that's the deficit they really made a mess of it that's the deficit rag thank you yeah. Oh, this guy is awful. I know. <laughs> just sit still. I like how that is not even like a joke out of bars. Like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Marge agrees. Yeah. Like, and there it, is only one person who this could be. It's Mark yeah. Russell. Yeah. And I had, to, Mark. I had to my mom, this. My mom liked Mark Russell when this was on. She was like, well, you're too mean to Mark I, Russell. I, was, I grew up with, without cable, and we had five channels, and one PBS. of them was PBS. Yeah. This guy, Mark Russell... Just play the piano and songs like that. The fucking deficit rag. Stars were on the side. It's such a vague memory, but I, I looked it up for this episode, and he had four comedy specials a year oh. for like thirty yeah. years. He retired mm. in two thousand one, and so my like, if you're younger, you probably never saw him. No, me, we, I saw it like one television, three channels. Like, get this the fuck. Yeah. 
off. I, I would see him on PBS so a lot. Yeah, yeah, my parents would. My parents loved it. At first, I thought this was like a Capital Steps parody, but then I looked that up, and it was like, we put the mock in democracy. I'm like, go to hell. Just get, yeah. get, get out of here. I mean, nobody made fun of them better than the Mon Eugens on Mr. Oh, Show. Oh, that's right. But, oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they're just so mean to Mark Russell. A quick thing about Mark Russell. He did retire, but he wrote a comic book for DC last year. It, did he? It, it's this 12-issue miniseries called Prez, and it's this parody wow. of it's a political parody and it yeah. honestly was really good yeah. the first wow. couple issues well, I read good. the first issue I think I didn't and, know he wrote but, them but then then I read like wait this is written by that Mark Russell the Simpsons told me he sucks <laughs> like I'm not well, supposed that's, to like, like uh, growing up my parent my dad especially obsessed with public radio and like the first three seasons <laughs> public television public radio the Simpsons constantly take yeah. like, yeah. Garrison Keeler and I, I love Garrison <laughs> Keeler I'm one of the <laughs> God, everybody hates that I love Garrison Keeler. I'd love him if he, if he didn't sound like he was dying oh. every time he spoke. You don't like to hear him like collect his split? Yeah, just like oh, yeah. I get a sense of where his tongue is at all times. So English major. Uh, yeah, but Lisa saw, has witnessed the corruption of what Bob Arnold. Yeah, did I get his name right? And has a brand new speech, and I, oh, it's all filled with new cliches, yeah. but negative. The city of Washington was built on a stagnant swamp some two hundred years ago, and very little has changed. It stank then, and it stinks now. Only today, it is the fetid stench of corruption that hangs in the air. <laughs> and who did I see taking a bribe but the honorable Bob Arnold? Don't worry, Congressman. I'm sure you can buy all the votes you need with your dirty money. And this will be one nation under the dollar with liberty. And justice for none. Yeah. Yep, there you go. There we go. Yeah. That's reality right there. At least it can be just as trite as the other kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, having having the amount of dissatisfaction and dis- disillusionment I have with our government and its processes. Mm-hmm. The, I hate the ending so much. It spends the whole it's time a fairy being cynical. Tale, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like the the satire equivalent of like a piano being dropped on you because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's not subtle. It's like let's just do the opposite of what we think is true, and yeah. that's what the like. And I think as a kid, I took it at face value. Like, oh, yeah. you can actually fix things, but yeah. now as an adult, yeah. I'm like, no, they're just saying like this is what would happen in a fantasy world where someone would listen to a little girl. Yeah. Do any of that would take three years. If yeah. you listen to our previous episode, this is the second uh, punctuation of a sentence in a great way. Senator, there's a problem at the essay contest. Please, son, I'm very busy. A little girl is losing faith in democracy. Good Lord. That's my quote <laughs> Good of the episode. Yeah. Definitely. Man, I'm saving my quote of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was also, we skipped over, but the first appearance of skincare consultant Rowena, who was mm. a, a brief runner, I think maybe appeared like three times. <laughs> she would be but... at Lisa's beauty pageant, I think, too. The first yeah. but not last appearance of... Uh, George H.W. But this is like like least the, everybody finds out about Lisa's speech. By the time she gets down from the podium, yeah. the government has worked all has gone all the way to the president and to the newspaper. Hey, this should make my bosses very happy. Your bosses? Yep, all <laughs> two hundred fifty million of them. First ever appearance from George H.W. Yeah. Bush. I want to hear that delivery of your bosses. <laughs> yeah. Coinciding with real glasses. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> she just got done with her speech. By the time she's outside yeah. and the awards have yeah. not been given yet, the newspaper has printed the results. Yeah. And an of old Lisa school newsie is handing it out. So uh, now it is funny to me again. Yes. Yeah. What's gotten into you? Yeah, your other speech was a little more crowd pleasing. I'm sorry, Dad. I couldn't think of a nice way to say America stinks. Extra, extra, feds, nab, rotten, rap. Give me one of those. Imprisoned congressman becomes born again Christian. <laughs> I can't believe it. The system works. 
That's did even did an hour even pass? Yeah. Again, she they showed the time the on the screen. He's already in prison, yeah. and like literally, this is sending shockwaves that like that congressman is repenting. Yeah. Congress itself will not tack a rider to add, like give bonuses yeah, to themselves. Bonuses to themselves. Yeah. yeah. And that, that I love as as far as comedy goes, we saw the headline: yeah. Senator jailed. And so the first thing March says is converted to Christianity. I'm like, yeah. fucking beautiful. <laughs> this is such a wonderful es- escalation. Yeah. It is very cynical. I love it. Wouldn't have much HW mm-hmm. though. He'd, he'd, he'll get replaced by season four. Mm-hmm. But their, their feud was just just getting started. Mm-hmm. The the Asian kid won. I love his speech. His speech is, is that your, yeah? Believe yeah. him is Trong Van Din. Trong Van Din. I know all their names. Oh, punt pass. Thank you for this oversized oh, Wait, say that. He, he won what? The NFL punt pass and punt kick, kick yeah. competition. <laughs> that little <laughs> kid. competition. Yeah. 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 competition. Uh, I like his line of like, where else oh, in America? I got it. But- oversized novelty check. I would like to share this honor with all of my fellow essays, particularly the courageous Lisa Simpson, whose inflammatory rhetoric reminded us that the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Give her the check! He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was serious. <laughs> uh, Bart apparently kills Mark Russell at the yeah. end of this episode. But uh, his line is like, where else but in America? Or possibly Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure um, now than it was then. And Lisa's faith is restored, I guess. Yeah. 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 Though it's, again, another time of, I think I've heard on later commentaries, Yardley Smith would come to complain about this, that Lisa always loses. She comp- she mm. competes in so many things, and she always loses. Mm. She never gets to win. And Yardley Smith eventually got tired of her character never winning. <laughs> Just as a personal aside, because I'm going to do my line of the show, because I, I took the clips, I get to, ha, I got that one sway. Dave was making fun of me earlier, a rec- like recently on a podcast, I came out as someone who doesn't vote and it doesn't believe I don't have political beliefs I just don't like to espouse them and I don't care if you agree with them and I don't care if they become policy we know you're votophobic Chris I'm not, I'm votophobic three simple lines that emphasize everything I think about this country mm-hmm. for real politically my line of the show that's the joke Lousy, cheap country. Lousy, cheap country. What was he responding to? Uh, Not getting the check, right? Oh, and like most most everything wrong with America is because it's cheap. Mm -hmm. There, there. It is seriously because it doesn't want to pay for anything. Mm -hmm. Personal responsibility. So. We're not going to build the road to your house. We're not going to give you internet health. That's on you. Fix your own um, bridge. Fix asshole. your own bridge. <laughs> the, every corporation gets a ton of tax yes. breaks and welfare. Yes. Like they, well, they, they earned it. I'm making scarecrow. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes uh, but, we're getting too. We're getting too. Again, don't want it, but that, that is my. That is yeah. my view of the country. Cheap. Stay tuned for talks, talking Marxism. We do yeah. not have mass transit because they are cheap. Mm-hmm. Why would we build things when you can buy a car and drive yourself? You should buy a car yeah. and be part of this economy. Mm-hmm. Burn gas. You'll love your own health insurance. Shop for it. It'll be easy. <laughs> so, yes, that was the sca- our, our scathing approach yeah. of politics, as well as the Simpsons. Uh, this has been Talking Simpsons. Thanks so much for listening. I have been Bob Mackey, your host. I will continue to be Bob Mackey for as long as I live. I don't Please, oh, I think I will. Mm-hmm. I will be on Twitter forever as Bob Servo. Please find me on Twitter. And I also do the classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. Please find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net or search for Retronauts in your podcast machine. Everybody else, in, what do you do for a living? Summation. Wow, Bob Mackey. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that. Every other show but this one. I haven't heard it in months, I think. <laughs> it's my text noise whenever you uh, send Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Chris like Antista. Hi, I'm Cantista on Twitter, but I don't tweet that much. I usually just to yell at you when you yell at me, which you're free to do. Because I do a show called Laser Time. We pick a pop culture topic every week and ramble on and on and on about it. I'm trying to think of something we've done recently. Florida. We do have uh, Mike, Mike Drucker joining us for a Florida episode. That was Pre-shame great. Pre-shame songs. The mm-hmm. listeners' shame this songs. This is true. That oh, happened recently. Stuff. And hey, I'm H.E. 
E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. I really get to say it on here. Uh, and if I may suggest something, listen to 302010. It's our pop culture time capsule, not unlike the opening of the show where we say what happened this week in Simpsons history. 86, 96, and 2006, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and 30 years ago, we talk about what happened that week in pop culture. It's a fun way to explore pop culture in a timely manner. Uh, also, I host the comic book podcast, Cape Crisis. And again, let me remind you, patreon.com slash laser time, home of the first season of Talking Simpsons and our season two wrap up special. I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter. And here's good news for Homer Simpson. I host the pro wrestling podcast, Cheap Podcast. Give a listen. <laughs> That's it for us this week. Stay tuned next week for the downfall of Ned Flanders. Later. Wow. Infotainment. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.